The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome to the Exxon, everyone. It's a brand new week here. It is Monday, July the 12th, and we're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, Star Cable, and Ustream. 1-800-610-7035, worldwide, toll-free. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, TV at hotmail.com. Our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. First of all, we have an announcement. We'd like to welcome another affiliate to the X-Zone Nation and the X-Zone family. Say hello to KKRP AM 950 in Oklahoma. So to all the people now listening to us in the beautiful state of Oklahoma on KKRP AM 950, or as, as it's known as Rainbow 950, or Rainbow 95, I should say. Welcome to the X-Zone. My guest this hour is Tara Green, and Tara is a certified holistic transformational psychotherapist, a professional tarot card reader and consultant since 1991, astrologer, dream worker, artist, and ceremonialist. She has been trained in shamanic healing and uh, done four vision quests. She has led women's spirituality workshops, dream groups, and moon lodge ceremonies. And she's worked with her dreams her whole life, kept dream journals since she was just a teenager, and uh, sees them as being an important uh, part of her waking dream life. Joining us now from Toronto is Tara Green. Tara, welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm great, Rob. Thank you so much for having me back. It's always great talking to you, Tara. Um, It seems that something is happening in the universe. Uh, People are seeking their spirituality, asking more deep questions. What do you think is causing this great, massive paradigm shift? Well, excuse me. Um, You know, I believe that we are going through a consciousness shift. Um, I believe we're on the crux of a big change. Uh, I would see that astrologically Mm because I'm a professional astrologer. We are entering a new age. So, um, you know, I know everybody's kind of pointing to December 21st, 2012. But I really believe that it's an ongoing process. We're just seeing as, you know, the, you know, what hits the fan that Mm -hmm. people need some kind of answers, you know, as the world, you know, uh, the oil spill, um, you know, more G20 in Toronto here, uh, you know, as we're kind of in this crux, it's a crucible and people need some answers. They need to find some kind of personal uh, connection to guide them on their way. Well, the world is kind of falling apart at the moment. But are they really going to find the answers they're seeking for in the paranormal? Uh, well, I believe that they will find it within their higher selves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will believe. Yeah. I believe they'll find it from their dreams. 
I believe they'll find it in their prayers, you know. Absolutely. All right, you and I have to take a two-minute commercial break. Please stand by. Tara Tara Green's our guest, www.tarotaro.com. That's www.t-a-r-a-t-a-r-o-t.com. 1-800-610-7035 is my toll-free worldwide number. Email xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, TV at Hotmail.com, and our website, www.XOneRadioTV.com. I'll be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break as we continue here in the Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine like hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining room can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you're visiting, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic Felsmere, or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, old Florida cuisine at its best. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. This is Johanna Carroll, host of Dialogue with Divinity on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. While walking along Kanapali Beach in Maui this past year, I kept discovering all these shells and coral in the shape of hearts. My Dialogue with Divinity was very simple. Do you want me to do a retreat to heal people's hearts in Maui next year? And of course, the answer was yes. As a master spiritual teacher, I am offering you a neat retreat called Rise, May 8th through the 12th, 2017, and the chance of a lifetime to rest at a five-star resort for five days and experience a spiritual renewal of your heart and soul. Kanapali is one of the top five beaches in the world. This stunning resort has undergone a $40 million renovation. I walked the entire property, checked out the room choices on your behalf, and I must say, it is stunning. Our conference room faces the ocean with sliding glass doors. Maui is known as Mother Maui because it is a soft, gentle, healing energy. 
In the embrace of Mother Maui, you will feel yourself rising from the limitations of an ordinary life to an extraordinary journey of peace, bliss, and harmony, a greater sense of clarity. Our RISE retreat ignites renewal in the sacred elements of air, water, earth, fire, and wind. There's plenty of free time to enjoy all that Maui has to offer. A small deposit is required now to reserve your space as this retreat, it will sell out. For more details, please go to johannacarroll.com and register today. Aloha, and I'll see you in mystical Maui. Tara Green is our special guest this first hour of this new week here in the Exxon. My name is Rob McConnell. And uh, Tara, we were talking uh, briefly before, and I asked you if people can find the answers to their quest, their spiritual quest, their personal quest within the paranormal. And and why I was asking you that, uh, Tara, it seems that more people are seeking out people like yourself, an astrologer, a, a dream interpreter, a tarot card reader, for the answers that they cannot get anywhere else. And do you find when people come to you for answers, their questions are much more spiritual than they were, let's say, five years ago? Uh, yeah, I definitely think that that's true. I think, um, you know, certain people are attracted to me. There is a whole synchronicity about mm-hmm. it. Um, so I am attracting people who are very conscious these days. And, uh, you know, they're really looking for another kind of viewpoint, you know, uh, just to fill them in a bit. But, yes, there definitely is uh, more of a spiritual yearning out there. Everybody's talking about December the 21st, 2012. And uh, as far as you're concerned, Tara, what is going to happen? Is it going to be the end of the world or is it going to be the shifting into a new paradigm? Um, it's not going to be the end of the world. It's going to be a shifting into a new paradigm, which we're already in. Um, it's been going on actually since 1998. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I subscribe to that fact that, you know, uh, the sun is aligned with the galactic center since then. Because of the apparent size of the sun, it's just that it lines up exactly in the middle on December 21st, 2012. Why do you think so many people, Tara, and are, are are hell-bent on this being the very end of the world. In fact, you know, it seems that they're getting a thrill, a charge out of, wow, it's going to be the end of the world. Are well, they nuts? I think that, yeah. Um, I think that there's a kind of, you know, this is a, a scare thing. Uh, I think that it's an ego trip mm-hmm. uh, because everybody everybody gets to go at the same time. Do you know what I mean? I think it's a fear of death, and I think it's a kind of projection about, well, if I go, everybody goes. So it's really to, go, to buy into that fear and to project that is actually that you're going the wrong way. Uh, you're yeah. not expanding uh, to commune with everybody else and all the other light beings coming in on the spiritual level by thinking it's the end of the world in that negative sense, you know? Gotcha. Now, as, as an astrologer, there are very many variances that affect a person's astrological chart. And you and I have had the pleasure about talking this about this before. What happens during an eclipse, Tara, and how does an eclipse play on a person's life, their astrological chart, and even their own spiritual psyche? Okay, well, during during a lunar eclipse, like there was uh, the G20 in Toronto here, mm-hmm. there was a big lunar eclipse, a very powerful one, actually, and that eclipse is actually lined up um, because there is going to be another eclipse uh, around um, the winter solstice this year, 
and it is aligned with where the planets will be on December 21st, 2012. So eclipses shift the normal electromagnetic radiation of the sun, and so that creates new paradigm shifts. So every time there's a lunar or a solar eclipse, um, the effects usually mostly affect where you can see the eclipse, like the the solar eclipse that just happened yesterday was mostly visible over the Pacific Ocean. So mm-hmm. there was no specific country that was really affected then, but uh, where they fall, they do always produce a kind of new dynamic, like because the, the whole energy field, you know, everything is interconnected, does shift. And uh, eclipses follow in very long cycles, some of them lasting hundreds and hundreds of years. So it's a progression. Hundreds, so of, where hundreds the, of years. Hundreds wow. of years, yeah. They're given numbers called mm-hmm. zero cycles. So some of them go back to like the 1200s, the first eclipse in that cycle, because it's related to degrees in the zodiac. So for example, um, yesterday the the solar eclipse was at 19 degrees of Cancer. So you would look at where that degree is in your chart, if you know your astrology chart, how it's affecting you, and then the astrologer would make a prediction based on that. Now, what happens if a person is born during a, um, a an, eclipse? A, an eclipse? No, how does this okay. affect their chart? Well, for example, Stephanie Meyer, the lady who wrote Twilight, was born on an eclipse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> um, it was interesting that you know she got into the paranormal. Her book is called Eclipse. You know, the, the that new movie just came yeah. out in between the two eclipses. It usually marks people as very special. You know, that they have some kind of special des- destiny because you're born in between this different frequency. So I would, and she had, um, she received the uh, information for Twilight in a dream. She woke up from a lucid dream where she saw uh, Bella and Edward talking in the meadow. And so she can said we say, she channeled can, it all. Mm-hmm. All right. So can we say that her dream was her inspiration? And should people look at dreams as being more than sometimes? Uh, a, a warning, but should they also be looked at as inspirations? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I, you know, I totally believe that your dreams are where your soul is really mm-hmm. awake, and that's where you get the information most clearly. But you know, it, it is a kind of discipline. There is a whole. Um, there's dream yoga in Tibetan Buddhism. You know, there's uh, the Native Americans also do a variation of that kind of thing. There's different. Um, positions you're supposed to sleep in and basically i just tell people if you want to start working with your dreams it's your intention you just tell yourself i will be awake in my dreams i will remember my dreams and then you can program it's called dream incubation questions you know which can be you know show me Mm -hmm. in a way that i can understand where i'm supposed to go next so how can we start to better understand our dreams if dreams are such a pivotal part of our daily existence well, I think, it, again, it's intention. There is There has to be kind of appreciation. Now, of course, people say my dreams don't make any sense or they're nightmares, but all dreams come in service. You know, nightmares especially are very powerful dreams that, you know, they're really trying to get your attention. Uh, you know, repeating dream motifs are very important. And you're dealing with the archetypal realm, which doesn't speak in language. It speaks in images. So, you know, there are different levels that dreams work on as well. So you need to understand which level you're working on. It takes practice. It takes time. You know, it's like a relationship. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, don't talk to somebody, they won't call you back. You know what I mean? You have to understand their language, you know, so you need to work with it yourself. And I like to empower people. 
you know, so I like to give them the tools and say, you know, if you're really interested, I'll help you out. I'll coach you. You know, I'll tell you what I know, uh, what other people know, but you have to figure it out for yourself. And then we can validate and you need to validate what you feel is correct for you. The images that one person sees in their dream, does it apply to another person? Why am I asking you this, Tara? Is there so many different dream books that are available to to people at bookstores as well as online? And I, I have a problem trying to validate the credibility of these books. Well, I guess, you know, it's done through research, you know, like a very, you know, there are common themes like falling or your, your teeth falling out or, you know, you're naked in the crowd, you know, those are very mm-hmm. common archetypal themes. So, you know, I think it's safe to say, you know, if they've done their research that there is some general interpretations, but ultimately you have to take that with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? You have to ask yourself, is this really true for mm-hmm. me? Does this fit into my life? You know? Now, as a dream interpreter yourself... When people come to you, do you find that the person's personality and their very own lifestyle, their own psyche plays a major part in how that dream is interpreted? And would a horse in one person's dream mean the same thing in another person's dream? Um, No, not necessarily. You know, it would depend on are you a horse lover? Are you afraid of horses? Do you see what I mean? The horse represents, you know, is it a means of transportation? Are you a gambler? Do you bet on horses? Do you know what I mean? There's many, many interpretations. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I've ever asked you this, Tara, but do you you believe in UFOs and extraterrestrials? Uh, Yeah, uh, I do. I have uh, had encounters with them. or from, you know, what I believe are extraterrestrials, you know, beings from other dimensions, for sure, yeah. Can you share them with us? Um, they mainly, uh, I see them, actually, around um, in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that they're always around. And if you tune in, you kind of have to look through your peripheral vision. You know how people always say, I always saw something through the corner of my eye? Yeah. Well, that's actually true, because... The rods on the corner of your eye actually see into other dimensions better. That's why you always do see it out of the corner of your eye. Um, You know, I had an experience years ago where um, I saw this bird. Uh, It looked like a falling star that turned into a a bird made out of starlight, um, which flew in over the the beach that I was on with two other people. So I had two witnesses Mm -hmm. um, with me. And when it got into the light of the island, it turned into like this black hole flying around which we watched it, and then it flew over the island and then flew back out over the... I was in Isla Mojeras in Mexico at the time, flew out over the island and turned back into ping starlight and then disappeared up into the sky as fast as it came down. So it was, if it was a spaceship, uh, it turned into a bird. I mean, I, th- I believe that they can take whatever form they want, and I don't think that they're necessarily solid, to tell you the truth. Is there a connection between extraterrestrials and angels, in your opinion? Uh, well, they're like, um, you know, they both exist on other dimensions. Uh, angels are very high celestial beings, very positive, very good. Um, and there can be all kinds of uh, good and not so good beings um, that are, would be considered extraterrestrials, for sure. Hmm. I was just wondering if throughout the ages, what we once called angels could are now being reported as aliens, visitors from other planets. 
Um, well, I think that people years ago were way clearer than we are now. They had a lot less disruptions, uh, no cell phones. Um, and I think that they were more open, actually. And so I really do think, you know, an angel is an angel. I mean, there's a whole, you know, in the, in the Old Testament, you know, mm -hmm. they list hundreds of angels and orders. And, you know, that was going on for a long, long time. All right, Tara, stand by. We've got to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Exxon Nation Tara Green is our guest this hour. www.taratarot.com. www.taratarot.com. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Welcome back, everyone. Once again, I'd like to welcome a new member to the Exxon family of broadcast affiliates, KKRP AM 95, Rainbow 95, in the state of Oklahoma. 1-800-610-7035, toll-free worldwide, email exxon at exxonradiotv.com, on MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com, our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. Tara Green's my special guest, and um, Tara, does do you think that everyone has the ability to be an intuitive? Uh, yes, I think uh, intuition is a natural uh, characteristic that we all have. Um, some people are more open, more aware mm -hmm. of it, but I think everyone can learn uh, to develop it. You know, it's just like anything else. What are the basic steps in someone wanting to increase their intuitive abilities? Um, well, I think, for example, you have to kind of tune in and ask yourself these questions, you know, like, what do I think is going to happen? Mm -hmm. And then you learn to listen. You know, now there are different ways that people are intuitive. Some people, you know, hear a voice in their head. You know, some people have a gut, you know, you could call it your gut instincts. It's like a feeling. I mm -hmm. just know, yeah. you know. Uh, some people are visual. You know, some people meditate. Some people just close their eyes and they see it, you know. So everybody gets it in different ways. And it can be all of the above, you know, and it can change over time as well. Tara, what started you on your quest? Oh, I think I came in here 
remembering that I came from somewhere else and kind of always being aware of multi-dimensions. And so it's just kind of a natural thing for me. You know, I, I kind of don't understand how you wouldn't see the world that way. Do you know what I mean? Give me an example. Yeah, like were you were you young when you discovered that you had the ability to be an intuitive? Uh, how did it affect your 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 earlier okay. years or your formative years? Okay, I guess. Um, God, when I was around three or something, I kind of knew. Um, I kind of saw my parents, and I mm-hmm. would speak up and say things, and it would get me in trouble. And I was very frustrated because people didn't seem to understand what I was talking about. Or do you know what I mean? Um, and I would just see through things. I would see people and I would tell them things. And, you know, it kind of freaked everybody out. So they, they were a little upset about it, right? So I kind of had to learn to keep it quiet, actually. Um, so, you know, it was just a natural thing for me, like to kind of go into other dimensions and be very dreamy. And all children, you know, are very open and they have imaginary friends and mm-hmm. they're, they're real friends, you know. Um, it's, you know, your imagination is the other dimension, is the spiritual dimension. That's where it comes from. So when did you decide to go into astrology? Oh, okay. Well, I kept meeting astrologers. Um, there is no such thing as coincidence, you know, um, many years ago. And, um, I just started reading books. I, I'm basically self-taught and just learned. It was just like an obsession. You know, I just started, had to read, I had to look at charts and mm-hmm. I just absorbed it. You know, I'm a Sagittarian, so I kind of learned through that kind of uh, have to do it myself kind of thing. There are many intuitives out there that people may run into, Tara. There are psychic fairs and, uh, of course, you know, you've always got the the people who have storefronts uh, where they do palmistry, psychic readings, and so on. So in today's society, when there's a lot of questions being asked about most things in life, because you know there are people who are seeking questions are very easy targets for the less scrupulous people out there. How can listeners who are listening to us around the world know if their, tar- their tarot card reader or psychic is being honest? Well, again, I think that um, this is a tough one because, uh, you know, I've looked over the Internet myself and there are uh, very good readers and there are some that are dishonest, of course. But you have to kind of trust your own intuition. I think if they promise free readings, um, if I personally, I don't believe in that uh, and I get a lot of calls about this, can you reunite this person? Can you make them do this for me? Um, I don't do that kind of thing. Um, You know, so you can't, you know, in the winning lottery numbers, I think you have to be a little bit, you can't be naive, let's put it that way. Nobody's going to do it for you. Um, I really believe that you have to take responsibility for creating everything in your life. Mm-hmm. I think it's all about self-awareness. And a good reader in my um, book is will be able to see the future, but it's more process-oriented. They're going to help you to ask the right questions, to see the situations clearer, um, because you need to go through it. You need to become more aware, you know, of what's going to happen. Yes, there are probabilities, but people do have free will. I'm de- very definitely into, you know, really, like I said, empowering people to make those answers. It's, you know, and things do change. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see outcomes, but there are also every moment a million factors going on. Do you know what I mean? You know, Tara, when we have, when we open the lines for, for psychics and intuitives and tarot card readers, I can always, I can tell you before, the lines open. What the questions are going to be like, and I'm I'm a psychic as as a three dollar bill. 
you know, am I going to find Mr. Right? Am I going to get that job? Am I going to get money? Am I going to sell this? Or, you know, should I sell my home? Why do people put so much trust and depend on the word of psychics and other people who are, you know, supposed to be those who can see into the future? Okay. Um, I think that's a very good question. I think the key is that they are, they can't empower themselves. They are not empowered. You know what I mean? Uh, the people that I meet who are aware mm-hmm. of what they want, they just want me to validate yeah. what they already know. Right? So they kind of know it. They just need an objective viewpoint. And that's really what I feel a good tarot reader or psychic should do. Uh, yes, we can see the future, but, you know, people are so unsure of themselves. And I really think that the whole point is you should teach people how to own their own power. And yes, you know, everybody has those same concerns, the job, the love, mm-hmm. the health. You know, there are basic concerns of life, you know. But, so, of course, they're going to ask all those questions. But, you know, you know it seems that people are looking, for, to me anyway, Tara, this is, uh, you know, after doing the show for, what, nearly 20 years now and, and hearing the same questions each and every time, it's like, for goodness sake, there's no easy fix. If you want to find a job, get off your butt, get your resume out there and, and flog yourself. If you're looking for Mr. Right, he's not going to, see, you know, go out. Make yourself available. Let people know that you're looking because if you're waiting for Mr. Wright to come to the door, unless he's delivering pizza or the FedEx guy, you're not going to meet him. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, But people just want to have a sense. And I try to be really, I'm honest, you know, in what I do, but I Mm -hmm. try to be inspiring. And you have to give people hope, I think. You have to, you know, uh, yes, I have told people, no, it's not going to happen now. It's not going to happen until a year and a half from now and I get the big groans. Mm -hmm. But it definitely seems like it will happen, you know. Um, but yeah, people have to take more responsibility. And that's a very spiritual thing. So how do you stop people from becoming dependent on you? Actually, I've had to tell people uh, that. I've had to limit them um, because they're too dependent on me. They're obsessing about whatever it is. They want to control the other person. Mm-hmm. They want to control the situation. And so they're projecting that onto somebody else or a situation. And again, not not really focusing back on themselves. This is projection, you know, that's, this is, this life is like a dream, you know, um, you have, you can't control anybody else. You can't make that person love you. You know what I mean? I don't believe in that. Uh, and I don't believe that it's honest. You know, I believe it's a kind of black magic for people to say, yes, I'll get your boyfriend back for you or your girlfriend back for you. Pay me $800. I mean, I have heard people say they've spent $10,000 on, on people who have totally ripped them off. I'm shocked, actually. Well, you know, there's there's two ways of looking at this entire scenario. There's one that says a fool and his money are soon parted. Mm-hmm. Number two, there's a sucker born every minute. And number three, the old saying when it comes to certain members of the psychic community, crime doesn't pay is the biggest lie going. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and I asked this person why they didn't charge them, and I guess they were too embarrassed, you know, to charge that person. And I said, well, that's, you know, highway robbery. That You know, and that person will get theirs in the end. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, um, yeah, everybody's responsible. You know, this, you know, if you want to give that person ten thousand dollars to make your life better and it didn't improve well you know that's your lesson then you know but but what kind of person or why would a person pay another person ten thousand dollars to try and make something happen because as far as i understand the the world works with free will so if the other party wants nothing to do with the person who paid somebody ten thousand dollars to try and get them back no matter how much money you give this person it's not going to happen. 
Well, you know, I mean, in ancient Wiccan spells, you know, you can attract people, mm-hmm. you know, but they do have free will. You know what I mean? And I'm and I say to people, do you really want do you really want that puppet back? Do you know what I mean? Like, if you really think you can control this person and give them back, do you, you is that really the kind of relationship you want? Obviously, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There's some kind of strange, it's not about an equal partnership. And you have to, you know, put it out there like you, you know, if they want to. You know what I mean? Have you ever had somebody sit in front of you and ask you questions and you say, hey, listen, I want no part of this? Yes, I have. How, how do they react? Well, they're a bit shocked. You know, they're a bit shocked because they think that, uh, well, people think that if you pay somebody, they're going to, you know, do X for you, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, yeah, if I don't like someone's energy or where they're coming from or I feel right away they're being sort of covert about some weird something or other, I just cut them off right away. What's the strangest question you've ever been asked? The strangest question yeah. you've ever been asked? Yeah. Hmm. Ah, uh, gee. <laughs> <laughs> the strangest question I've ever been asked. I'd have to think about that. I, I guess this was the strangest question you've ever yeah. been asked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> somebody the other day actually asked me something very strange. Um, okay, I'll have to. It's not. It's not right at the top of my tongue right now. I'll have to think about that and get back to you about that one. Tara, okay. over the, over the years, I've heard people talk. You know, uh, talk about different things. Uh, of course. 2012 is one thing. The number 666 is another thing. But then there's also uh, another set of numbers that apparently is very prominent to some people, and that's the 1111 phenomenon. What do you know about that? Okay. Um, do you see 1111 on digital clocks or no? You don't nope. know about this one? Oh, I know about it, but I've never okay. seen 1111. Okay. Um, 1111, apparently, for this woman uh, called Solara, she... Um, wrote a book about this in the early 90s and she created a worldwide gathering <clears throat> excuse me that happened uh, on January the 11th um, God I think it was 1992 at this point um, she says it's 11 because 11 is a master number having to do with memory mm-hmm. uh, she believes that when digital clocks were invented you could see those two double numbers it was a cue for people to remember that they come from this intergalactic uh, federation um, a kind of spiritual, she calls it a starbird, interestingly enough. That's what I saw, too. Um, okay, so... she so, believes that everybody's ascending. Um, so yeah. she's a nutcase. Ah, uh, she still goes around the world talking about this, actually. And so many people saw it, and so many people noticed it. 11-11. And I still, every time I look at the clock, it does say 11-11. I do it every night. Uh, it still happens. 11-11, 12-12, you know. All right. All right. I, and you I meet know. lots of people who ask me about it. What does it mean? Really? Mm-hmm. Geez, I should so, become a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I could make a mint. There's a lot of there's a lot of people out there who who I think need psychological help, and and unfortunately, if they can't get it, they they go to people who do tarot card readings, uh, psychics, intuitives. Is is it that they they don't want the truth and they want sugar coated lives, and is that why they seek? alternative answers instead of going to people who could really help them mentally and in other ways? Well, I think, you know, um, to me, a good tarot reader is like a psychologist, actually. Um, 
and because they're going to help you from a real truth level, from a spiritual level, you have to know your psychology, I believe, to be a good tarot reader as well. Um, 1111, I think people are also resonate to a feeling. You know, they do feel something about it, you know, and how come there's this synchronistic phenomenon that people are seeing these numbers, that they're becoming aware of numerology or master numbers. Or this is very ancient, you know, um, archetypes and i believe they're coming back into our consciousness because we're so out of balance you know with modern technology and living lives so disconnected from natural harmony from being in the in the cycles of nature or could it be or could it be that people are looking for a much more simpler time and are looking for a way to get back to that simpler time and if it's by seeing angels if it's seeing the number 1111 if it's believing in extraterrestrials or some other phenomenon or or mind fantasy that will actually allow them at one part of the day to go back to these easier times, even if it's in their mind. Could this also be a fact? Uh, yeah, I think so. But there seems to be, I mean, because of the Internet, you can look. There's thousands and thousands of sites oh, where people come, are oh, writing come on. about. Please, please. The Internet to me what? is the nothing else but the biggest septic tank that man has ever created because <laughs> there's more crap in the, on the Internet than you'll ever find in any, any other place on Earth. Yeah, that's true. But you're, And you can be aware of everything that's going on, whereas before you couldn't. But, you know, a lot of people are really having these paranormal experiences. Um, you know, you have to tell for yourself, is it real, isn't it? Some some of it I'm quite a little bit cynical about. You yeah. have to be careful. You know, of course, I think there was that thing, the guy from The Secret who had the big sweat lodge in Sedona and two or three people got killed. And he still wasn't prosecuted, to my knowledge. Yeah. You and I have to take our commercial break. Okay. We'll be right back. Tara Green is our special guest exonation. www.taratarot.com My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. Don't go away. We'll be back after this break. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hi, I'm Larry Lawson, host of Paranormal Stakeout. With over 36 years in law enforcement, I have learned a few things. The most important is the proper gathering and preservation of evidence is vital to putting the bad guy behind bars. It's no different in the world of paranormal investigation. Whether it's the search for the afterlife, cryptozoology, UFOs, and extraterrestrials, how we gather the evidence, preserve that evidence, and present it to a jury of our peers will make the ultimate difference in proving the existence of worlds and entities that are beyond our imagination. Join me, Larry Lawson, every week on Paranormal Stakeout when, along with my guests, we'll take a journey to prove with indisputable evidence what man has struggled to believe for centuries. Go to xzbn.net for the broadcast schedule and check me out at paranormalstakeout.com. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, 
mental and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. Tara Green is our guest, Exo Nation, www.taratarot.com. That's T-A-R-A-T-A-R-O-T.com. Uh, Tara, how come, how come the psychics didn't pick up on the major earthquakes? They didn't pick up on the big oil disaster that we're looking at presently in the, in the Gulf of Mexico. How come these big events never get picked up and yet all these little Mickey Mouse things do? Uh, that's a good question, Rob. Um, actually, uh, I think it's because those things are in some ways man-made. Um, uh, there is, you know, different levels. And I did actually write an article about this and considering all kinds of different possibilities. Um, you know, people are saying it's Gaia herself. It's the Earth herself um, kind of creating this to help people wake up, um, you know, but if it, but, we but, can't but, 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 be 100% correct. That's all there is to it. You if, know what if, I mean? Like, if it was Mother Nature who was responsible mm-hmm. for this, why did she have to wait for BP to screw up? Why didn't she just do it on her own so that it could well, be unequivocally proven that this was a natural disaster or a natural anomaly and that it was Mother Nature making her point instead of using the event that was caused by BP to, to say that this is Mother Earth? You see, to me, this makes no sense at all. Okay. Some people are saying because because uh, the America keeps refusing help from the Dutch government and from other people. People are saying that this is just a setup so they can put a, a bill through for green ecology and make a lot of money. So some people say it's all being planned. You see, it, it's very hard to know. Like there are so many different scenarios. But going my on. my question wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't politically motivated. I wasn't asking right. for the the politics behind the event mm-hmm. i was saying how come no none of the psychics pick this up because if you can't pick up a major national uh, an international disaster how in the name of heaven are you going to pick up what's going to happen in my measly life um you know you can pick up certain things and be correct and certain things you miss you know uh i i i really don't have an answer for mm. that you know i can't explain why you know maybe we're not supposed to know then how can anyone go to a psychic if they're going to sit there and get something told to them that, who knows, maybe the psychic isn't supposed to know what's going to happen in my life, and yet they, you know, they sit there, they pay their money, and they get their answers. Okay. So it doesn't um, make sense. So, yeah. so something is, is very wrong with this entire formula. You know what well, I mean? For ex- yeah, okay, I hear what you're saying. Um, you know, I mean, I feel like it's really honest for people to say, you know, I don't really know how mm-hmm. I get these answers, but I yeah. do. So, for example, CBC News, the Canadian Broadcasting Network called me Friday. Would I? That was kind of weird. Would I give the FIFA World Cup predictions? And I predicted Spain, right? Yeah, but so, so did um, the octopus. 
Well, no, I, I predicted it. I didn't know anything about the octopus, Rob. They oh. had to tell me about that, and somebody had already asked me this on All right, Wednesday. But you, but you had a 50-50 chance. Yeah, I You suppose. had a 50-50 chance. It's not as if there were 700 teams and you picked the right That's team, Terry. You had a 50-50 chance. That's true. So where does chance come in and psychic ability come in? Well, in a, in a sense, it's all a big dice roll. Do you know what I mean? There are so many mm-hmm. threads of things going on in so many different levels, right? And so yeah. people pick up on certain ones. Hey, Tara, I hate to do this, but we're out of time for tonight. Okay. I want to thank you very much for joining us. Exonation, Tara Green has been our guest. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as the Exxon continues. Right here. From our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away, Exonation. 